Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 35. So, I'm here, Graham, Cody, oh my god, I totally butchered this one, but it's me, Graham, sure I'm here with, what? Yes, we're 35. at 35. We're at 35. <laughs> I'm Graham, you're Cody, we got Luke and Richie as well, we don't have a guest this week, it's gonna... <laughs> Keep this in. Keep this in. I love this. <laughs> Keep going. All right. All right. Well, um, get the potatoes out of you. Yeah, it's been a pretty low key week, I think, for the most of us. Um, I got a few things I want to talk about. Mainly, uh, just working on random little things here and there. I've got people crawling out of the woodwork asking for gear jobs. Like, I don't know what it is, but. Summer's around, and people want to build their off-road rigs. Want to do my gears, Graham? Uh, I mean, not really, but if you pay me money, I might. Like, that's, that's sort of where I'm at. With, with all these <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to, though. There's, there's a point to where, like, you just, you're going to burn yourself out if you don't. You need an, another ulterior motive to keep yourself going, you know? Mm-hmm. You've been doing it and helping people out for so long now that it's, it's time. You have enough yeah. credential behind yourself. You have enough shit backing you that it's, it's not odd for you to be like no motherfucker charge like you need to pay me to do this like so yeah, i don't blame you i've been slowly like raising the price on my, the gear jobs i do not to like an absurd amount right it's mm-hmm. still like half the time it's a backyard rebuild like with collins and with uh sean's which i'm doing tomorrow i believe um but i'm trying to better my tooling with that um i just picked up or i I've ordered, I, I don't have it yet, a uh, pinion depth gauge before. That's always sort of just been a, it, not guesswork, but you put it in, and if it's really bad, you adjust it, and if it's tolerable, you, you work with it, right? Uh, I've set up bearings for some axles, not others, so having the pinion depth gauge is going to make that, I'm hoping that makes it simpler, it'll make it take less time, so I can do more, because people seem to want me to do them. So... Um, that'll, that'll be awesome for you honestly that'll be that'll be fun so and i mean i'm guessing a decent part of it too if it's anybody from the club it's mostly going to be the the badlands push you know we got three weekends until we're going to be going to badlands like it is right around the corner i know that i'm that soon yeah like yeah next weekend is the 28th the weekend after that is the 7th the weekend after that is the 15th actually fuck we have two weekends oh shit <laughs> So. That reminds me, Richie, you need to, uh, before I leave, grab the registration for my trailer. Oh, yes. Hey, if you're going to be borrowing it. Do I still yeah. have shit yeah. at the shop? Yeah. Okay, I'll come down and grab it. Whatever day you need me down there, I'll be down there. Um, um, just talk with Richie, because I'm going to be paying for at least another month there. So, okay. Okay, so work it's not it out a- with him, but it does, like, need to get get the fuck out gotcha (laughs) it's one of those situations where like uh yeah um just the jeep isn't ready to go yet so i'm paying for another month or whatnot fair Um, enough man um yep but yeah like i'm definitely on the push so i know that other people sure are like it's it comes up quick i know i'll be sitting there wednesday thursday before we leave definitely working on the jeep um it'll be fun <laughs> yeah i know you've got a 
I was surprised you didn't mention it right there. Your, oh, I mean, we can get into it. Debacle. I just, I didn't want to steal your thunder talking about how. Oh, it's fine. Were. We can always come back to my thunder. I've always got thunder so, to talk about. I, I definitely made an oopsie poopsie. I, uh, I ordered shocks. Uh, actually, we were when we talked with uh, Mark about it. I actually got the shocks that day, and I was playing with them. And I fucked up. I got 12 inch. Well, they're technically 12 and a half, but the fuck, it doesn't matter. Um, I got them and I did not measure. I did not measure. I just assumed that they would work. I had some other outside sources advise me to go with 12 inch travel shock. So I'm like, okay, they must work fine. Well, I didn't pay attention and my shocks are way, 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 way too fucking long to fit in the front under the current circumstances of it granted yes i am keeping them yes i will be doing shock hoops and they're probably gonna have to go through the fucking hood because they're that long are you doing them in the uh, front or the back though i know i was trying uh, to tell you to put them in the back i mean I'll, 12 inch if, no i mean i'll just get another set they're cheap they're 80 bucks a piece or 85 bucks a piece i'll just get another set for the rear but i mean well, I, I want these to work and if i build nice enough shocks like shock hoops and uh, like a shock mount for the front that I can just swap it over to coilovers when I do. The Fair. part about that that perplexes me is with your current shocks, those are what, 10s? <clears throat> no, they are far from 10s. No, we measured them. There's like nine and a half inches of total travel in them. Supposedly they are, but like I'm not even kidding you, dude. The body alone on the new shocks. Well, that's where I was getting to. Yeah, it's I'm massive. wondering if the body is bigger because they've got stackable, rebuildable valving in there, which makes Definitely. the shock body taller. Uh, there's a good chance of that. Honestly, I just I made the mistake. And the tough part is now is I shouldn't even do my limit straps because now it's going to be off compared to um, my shocks because like I don't I'm not going to set it up for 10s and then get 12s and have to reset it up. I can't even set up my bump stops. Because the bump stop is not only going to limit the travel of the track bar, but also limiting the travel for the shock. So that way I don't bottom out the shock. Or not the, the travel, but like the compression onto the shock. So yeah, I definitely did an oopsie poopsie and pretty much we shall see. Um, I'm doing my stiffeners and track bar and that might be it. And then from Roush doing just like a fucking hard push of everything else. So I don't know. It sounds like we're going to be moving more towards focusing on the big pushes while Graham and Richie are out there having fun with the uh, small stuff. Yeah. Well, not well, the small stuff, but like the... Um... What are you talking about? You're giving me your big push. I got to move forward that fucking thing. <laughs> I, I get that, but I mean, like, if you look progressively back, I have done a four-link bunch of reinforcement on the body, fixed a bunch of shit. Uh, all the shit that I blew up last year, and I'm gonna take it to like two wheeling trips this year. Yeah, yeah. So I'm doing like a big push, if you get what I'm. Yeah, fair. Yeah, you're not wheeling that much, which is lame, but understandable considering the circumstances and the yeah. cons the current Jeep situation, which is not driving. See, I'm just but mad because I close. really wanted to I wanted to get my front end stuff done and completed before Badlands, get my hydro in, get that set up so I have two and a half months to dial it in, and then figure out my rear set like my rear situation so that way I could uh I could be like, you know, set up for Roush to have a pretty like reliable Jeep. I was gonna do all the preliminary maintenance and not necessarily maintenance, but the upgraded maintenance, I guess you could call oh, yeah, it. You, like, you you don't want to go on a you know, a longer trip and blow up on the first fucking obstacle. 
That's correct. Obnoxious. Correct. And also make sure that my Jeep's going to do what it's supposed to. Like the fact that my shackle is sitting at a 90 degree angle, that's fucked up. It's not supposed to be doing that, you know? No, like, yeah, you got to like do some tuning and fixing. Yeah. And little shit. But that's like easy. You already know the problem. It's not, there's no testing that needs to be done to know that your shackle angle's fucked. Imagine having shackles, though. Oh my You're not God. even going to oh, fuck you. Off. Imagine right, having a floor. Right. <laughs> oh, imagine having a solid floor. What's up? Where's the rust? <laughs> what are you talking about? Mine's solid. Do too. I have to go over there and stick my finger through your floor again? Mine? Shut up. Yeah. Mine has a okay. Mine has a little Richie, bit now. Richie called himself out there. <laughs> I did. I took immediate offense. <laughs> Just like when he's like, "You're not gonna find a single speck of rust on this thing." Would you like a rust chip, Cody? Okay. Okay. First off, that's my own doing because I'm an asshole. All right. That's totally different than what that poor old lady had did when she owned it. It was mint then. Now half the paint is fucking. Uh, Fucking sanded off. Half the fucking thing is dented and banged up. So a lot of the a lot of the shit is from me, not just. Wait a minute. Her. So you're not supposed to just like run under there with a can of Rust-Oleum black and paint the floor or was, the axle it, under the Jeep? It was bedliner, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. No, I think actually I think only my floor is bedliner. If he was talking okay. about me or if he was talking about himself. I'm yeah, talking about myself. I ran under there with. Uh, can of rustoleum and painted it under the jeep because i was just out of time oh god it's it's beautiful the underside of my um my whole new floor i hate to say it is it's got primer on it but we didn't hit it with paint everywhere so paint sitting in most places but not everywhere but it's totally fine because it's got an oil bath at this point because both the seals on the two... I think the front and rear seal on the 205 have already gotten fucked up. I must have put the front one in sideways or some shit because I know I was in a rush to get that one. And then the back one had a hole in it to begin with and I drove it to North Carolina. So it was just slinging oil the entire time. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It, it is. Everything it, is fine. Yep. So, on another note... Uh, Speaking of North Carolina and the South, uh, I got my AC fixed. You ready for what was wrong with the fucking air conditioning on my truck? A fuse. Wasn't plugged in. No. Nope. nope. Trader no, no. valve let go. Uh, really? So yeah. it just emptied its entire uh, contents? Yep. Interesting. Yep. Al it Gore was... is going to hate you. Al Gore Almost is going to be hating gases. me. Don't but say too it, loud. You might get a we get, might get a fucking bill in the mail from Connecticut. <laughs> Have you guys yeah. heard about what happened to uh, like PFI Speeds or any of those guys down in Florida? Nope. Big name I don't know who that is. So the big name shops down in Florida. One of them is a diesel shop. Another one is a uh, <clears throat> I believe it's a I believe it's a drag racing shop. Pretty much what they do is they sell things that eliminate your. Um, like cats or any exhaust stuff like that and they got big 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 like two hundred thousand dollar four hundred thousand dollar fines from the epa from it it's fucking crazy <laughs> damn yep so definitely gotta that's why the only reason i'm interjecting well, that is because we're talking about that's a fine car. line right mm -hmm. on a new car with a cat like companies that are i hate to say it because like it, it shouldn't be a thing right it it shouldn't matter you should be able to cut off it's your vehicle you should be able to do what you want and you should be able to pay a shop to do what you want to it but at the same time like 
those shops that do that, they know what they're doing, right? You're cutting off the emission stuff on a 2021 vehicle. Like, it's one thing if it's an oldie. Like, that's my thing, is working on something that's five years old or newer, for, to me, it's like, I, I can get why you do it. I just, it's too rich for my blood, right? I'd rather just work on the four-person <laughs> shit, and you don't have to worry about emissions anyways, at least here in Mass. So... Yes. My take on that Fine is, line. if it is for off-road use, it should not matter. But yeah, if it's a race car, if it's a custom thing, or you, and you're using, the, it's a newer car platform that you're using to race or do something, sure. The difference is, though, is if it has a, if it has a VIN tag, it was designed by the maker to be ran a specific way and the government signed off on it. That's the problem. If you have something that doesn't have a VIN tag, you're good to go. There's no questions asked. There's no problems. It's just when you make something that is designed to go onto vehicles that are meant to drive on the road, boom, instantly you have a problem. Even if it's off-road, they still are fucking dickheads about it. Yep. So. So that's why you work on clap wagons, and you put newer motors into exactly. older clap wagons. And, and old cars are way cooler than new cars anyways, in my opinion. Like, Agreed. Uh, it just it's more character. I don't fall. Oh. I fall asleep in new cars. They're too boring. Not the Kias, dude. The Kias are so uncomfortable. There's no way you're falling asleep in it. <laughs> the I'm what? not even kidding, dude. Like Kias, the the new Kias? dude, horrible. My grandmother's got one. I know we are way off topic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> off road. We're talking about our Kia Sorentos over here. Are we gonna chop like, the cat off of that. <laughs> but I know that like my mom borrowed her car one time to, and like I went with her to go pick her car up because it was broken down. And, dude, I'm sitting in it for, like, 20 minutes the longest, and my knees are hurting, my hips are hurting. Like, it is bad. It is bad how uncomfortable they are. It's so weird. But, anyways, we can talk about this stuff. <laughs> yeah, the Kia Sorento. What a yeah, off-road. Uh, <laughs> okay, who's who's putting one tons under their uh, Kia Sorento? Let's do, it. <laughs> Let's do it. I've already said, dude, if I win the lotto, I'm buying a brand-new Trackhawk. Cutting it like cop cutting the shit out of it and it's getting one tons. I feel like that'd be sick. I don't know, I don't know who would do it, but I'd have to pay somebody to do it. But fuck it, it'd be sick. It's gonna happen eventually. Somebody's gonna. I don't know if it's ever been done so far, but that'd be kind of cool. Like, yeah. I'd, I'd be down with that. I Great don't like I, the yeah. style, but you know, minivan on one tons is still cool. Huh. You have a minivan on one tons. What do you mean? A chair? Yeah, but it's an mini old minivan, and it's wow. not a minivan. It's a wagon. It's a wagon. <laughs> well, that uh, reminds me of like it would be a sport utility vehicle. It's oh, basically a wagon. If you compare it, you've seen the memes where they compare the you know, the Volvo. Volvo to a factory <laughs> Cherokee. Right? I mean, not the lifted Cherokee, but right, it's the same thing. And if you look at a factory Cherokee, they look slammed. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm used to it being like. 27 inches off the ground from stock. <laughs> and I, I honestly, I do that every single time. I, every time I see one, or like my buddy Austin has one, every time I'm seeing it, I'm just like, damn, these things are so small when they're stock. Like how, like, if you if you look under there, though, Jeep did a damn good job making sure everything fits so well with such little room. Like, it's pretty impressive. Well, that's the engineer's jobs. They're getting paid for that. Like, yeah, and then hope. us backyard fucking hicks show up and we're like, let's jack this thing four inches in the air, punch the <laughs> wheelbase out fucking ten inches, and put forties on it. Yeah, listen, if I was <laughs> exactly. getting paid like fifty an hour to design 
car chassis. Like, damn right, it's going to be compact. Like, eh. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm still kind of disappointed with the Bronco, though. If we're getting on the conversation of new vehicles, they fucked up. They did so good back in, I think it was 2020 is when they first started talking about it. They just released it. I saw one. Right? It looks ugly as sin. Dude. In person. Like, what? What the fuck happened to the one that they were showing at King of Hammers? Like the one that actually looked dope. You actually had lockers. It actually you could take the top I'm, off I'm, it. They exist. They Nobody offer, buys those ones though. They offer two. They offer like a fucking economy one, and then they offer the party one, and uh, they're separate. Um, it would be like comparing, say, like a Renegade or a Renegade with a Rubicon. Oh, uh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I guess you're right. Wait, so there's two so, different body styles. Or... Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, there's one where it's like more of a. They took. Yeah, it's um, it's like l built off of the F one fifty chassis compared to built off of their like Escape and okay. other um. I've chassis. only seen the the Escape are, chassis one then. Are you guys talking about the Bronco Sport in the Bronco or two different Broncos? Uh, the Bronco versus the Bronco Sport. Because the Bronco sure. Sport looks like outer trash, and it came out a little bit before the Bronco. Ah, there they go. Yep. So then, I mean, and it just—it just—it makes no sense though. You have like a beautiful platform that, ev like, I mean, it was all over social media. Everybody was talking about it. You had really good people behind it. So for them to just turn around and just absolutely like put one that, like, it literally looks well, like I dog shit. Like, it it really does. I didn't know it was two different. Body yeah, styles, so there's, you know, body configurations. Um, so that changes it a little bit for me, right? Yeah, kind of stupid that they're going to call two cars, two totally different vehicles, uh, the Bronco, yeah. but whatever. Right, well, hold on, quick thing before Luke gets into it, because I know I think Luke actually looked up the answer. But then you also have to look at Ford when they did the Mustang. There's literally a fucking Mustang Mach E that's an SUV. Mm -hmm. So. I guess they're just, it's their new way of like, maybe they're just taking everything and shrinking it down into it's, um, well, yeah, it's all about the name, right? You people buy cars for the name. You want a Bronco, but you don't want the yeah. off-road Bronco. You want the SUV Bronco. Like, I guess that's what the off-road one is too, but, um, so the Bronco itself is a bit bigger and it, to me, it looks like it's built off of a one fifty chassis. Um, and they have like all the way up to like say the wild track or the uh whatnot where they come with 35 inch tires from the factory um with bead locks on the wild track what it, we are seeing commonly driving around is the sport which is the little guy yeah it's the little guy and it's a SUV, but part of the reason I believe that they are doing this, and I could be totally talking out of my ass, is there is a certain regulation for non-fuel efficient vehicles. You have to build XYZ amount of fuel efficient vehicles. This one, yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense, though. In, in all honesty, yeah, and so I, like uh, the sorry, go on, kid. I just wanted to say real quick, I posted a comparison picture in the general. Oh, on okay. the uh, Discord, for you guys to look at. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! That's like wow. a that's that's what I mean. Like the one on the that's right. That's a massive difference. Yeah, yeah. So it's for the people who can't 
Uh, well, actually, if we want, we could post this on the Instagram so that way they know what we're talking about. Um, like this is a genuine side by side comparison, and like the body lines are different, the grills are different. Like, how do you make something on the right? Yeah, that's that, not like, even the me, same I, car. Yeah, that explains <laughs> you know completely different size. Like Luke was saying. No yeah, shit. I, ha- I haven't seen the cool. actual one then. I just saw like, yeah. the. Oh, it's kind of like when Ford had the Bronco two in production at the same time as the OG Bron or the big body style Broncos. Think yeah. similar comparison to I that. Guess, I guess. Um, the the sport really does kind of look like whatever Jeep that was that Jacob had at my house. The Renegade. Renegade. Yes. <laughs> it, it looks it, to me. It kind of looks. Yeah, it's like, like that. the Renegade version of the Bronco. If the Renegade was supposed to be like the wrangler which it's not but but the uh the no, sport the new cherokee no the bronco not. sport <laughs> doesn't have is. it's like it the doesn't Nissan have a cube sorry Richie, can I keep cutting you off? <laughs> the bronco sport doesn't have a removable top no removable doors it doesn't have any of those kind of like off-roady belt and whistles does the it's new... just the bronco that does does the bronco have a removable top Yes. Yes. Is it like? Yeah. Is it a takeoff, it's, it's, or do you need a crane? Is it a? No, it's like a, it looks just like, like a, a JK. Yeah, it literally looks I, just I like a JK. I think it comes off in pieces. No, 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 if no, no, I'm no, not no. mistaken. If you've never taken off an original Bronco top, you don't know no. the pain and suffering that is Bronco hard tops. <laughs> okay, so it has <laughs> like, new lightweight material being used oh. in the manufacturing of it, not. Shit from the fucking 60s, 70s, and 80s. <laughs> yeah, it's composite, and you know, I'm, not fiberglass. I'm pretty sure I could be wrong, but it, I think it comes off in pieces, so you're not removing the entire root okay, in so one it's like shot. Puzzle piece, puzzle piece, Bronco. No, it's like a JK. Yeah. The JKs are the yeah. same thing. The two front uh, sections come off, and then the rear section comes off after. Isn't that, that the JL now that does that? Not no, the JK? They both the do. do that, too. Yeah, they both do that. Oh, I didn't know the JKs had it, too. Well, the JKUs. I don't know about the just the JKs. Yeah, those um, are probably small enough that you could do oh, that with yeah. two people and not die. Yeah, but I, I mean, know. I don't know. I can. They're they're cool, but like it just kind of brings it back to the same idea of just like it's cool that they're making something like this. But why haven't we seen any? Like, why is it always just the sports? Do people genuinely Cost just difference. Difference? The Broncos are fucking expensive. Nope, yeah, not. so like fairly affordable. It's a twenty-eight uh, grand. It's a twenty-twenty-one Bronco. Um, the Badlands edition starts at forty-two grand. Um, I'm going back now. I can't believe we totally derailed this fucking Bronco <laughs> 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 podcast now. Uh, yeah, Ryan's gonna have a good time with this. The webpage is absolutely <laughs> crashing here. Um, oh, Jesus. So the base model starts at 28.5. The Bronco? Like the Bronco, like the bigger Bronco. The base starts at 20, uh, 28, whatever I said, 28.5. Yeah. Um, and then the Bronco Sport. The base model for that starts. I don't at need what is this an ad? I don't want to know all the prices. Just give me like the the range is like twenty something to forty something or more. Yeah, probably, you can probably go as high as you want. I'm sure they've got a ninety thousand dollar 
fucking package. Uh, the right? most expensive one is 50 Oh, okay. that's, that's not horrible, though. That's really yeah. not bad. I thought they were more expensive. I'm pretty sure the Wranglers are more expensive, but uh, uh, I don't know. I don't buy new cars. I'm just an <laughs> autistic toaster that spits out numbers, so leave me alone. If I'm not mistaken, I think Luke actually has the newest vehicle out of any of us. Yeah, um, he does. Use yours? Use no, yours? no 12. Cody might. Oh, I have an 11. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you got me beat. That you do. I was, I was, yeah. talking, to him, I was talking to my dad earlier, uh, earlier this week, and we realized that the J20 is the least leaky of all my vehicles. And it's also the oldest. <laughs> I don't know how. I mean, it, it's not that it doesn't leak. It just leaks less than it, the other one. Hold on. Hold on. That's not true because I was going to say, you when we went camping, you crawled underneath it and you came out and you had oil across your face. Okay. Yeah. No, it, yeah, exactly. It doesn't not leak. It's got exhaust leaks, but those don't count because those don't drip on the ground. Nobody can, nobody can see those. They just hear them. But everything else just leaks like a sieve. You got massive puddles under everywhere the other two park but the so why don't you build nothing into an overlander i'm not building it into an overlander it's a dump truck it's not <laughs> getting overland stuff i will put my sleeping roll in the back of the dump bed and sleep in my just wait a minute so that means it's meant to be you get dumped out I, I thought i'd be dumped out when we were on the Saco, I was literally begging for it, and nobody dumped me out. If, if I was there, upset. I would have fucking dumped you. Uh, I, I, yeah. I would have hoped. Dude, first off, well, first off, first off, first off, first off. He woke up, like, the earliest because he was cowboy camping, so he was literally laying, up, like, fa like upwards, facing the sun. So right as the sun came up, he was just like, boop, yep, good, like, ready to go. I would have gone up before the sun then. <laughs> I don't know if you would have. Like, it was, like, everybody was just, like, dead to the world there. But anyways, like, yes, trust me. I, like, I was the one in my head who I'm like, oh, yeah, we're dumping Graham out of this fucking <laughs> I knew I was doing it. But then just, like, I'd wake up and he's, like, walking around, like, slumping around, like, drinking a water and just, like, oh, you're finally alive. <laughs> yeah. Cool, dude. I've like, been up for, like, two hours. <laughs> yeah, dude. Not to mention, he showed us his uh, his smartwatch thing. He slept, like, four hours one night and, like, yeah. three and a half the night after. Like, I don't even know how like, he's doing this. It was so bad. It was bad. Horrible. Yep. Anyways. Have a kid and you can wake up anytime. Fair enough. And just that's a... be up for the day. Yeah, I don't want. I want, I don't want to do that. Not yet. It's not fun. I don't think it would be. I do not envy you. <laughs> I do not envy you. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, well, I got one more Bronco thing to add. Is you know we've been <laughs> me and me and Jacob, and it's not about new Broncos, so it's okay. Uh, it goes back to. Is it though? Um, it's a Bronco. We've already established your hatred for him. So. Oh, I mean, I was. I honestly didn't hate on the Bronco when I was cleaning up this Dana Twenty. Uh, I posted it on my Instagram, uh, it all apart, but we literally probably spent like three, four hours cleaning that stupid thing. Cause it was literally caked in Texas clay or whatever. Like literally, literally caked. We're talking like an inch in spots. Like it I didn't even know some bolts existed possible. because it was just, it was like clay caked on and then baked in Texas heat. And then it just looked like it was part of the casting. So I was taking literally this razor blade scraping it off we degreased it like 10 times and there's still dirt on it like i wanted to paint it 
but I just you, I can't get all the dirt off, right? Degreasing products. What um, degreasing products do you recommend? We're using well, I'm just a couple different we're ones. We're using the best because you simply need to use the best for Texas mud. I guess. Uh, <laughs> Graham, I have doesn't a come off. How, how did you end up with one from Texas? Uh, uh, someone so, bought it. Yeah, one of Jacob's customers has bought this thing. Um, the body is in excellent shape. They redid it all. A couple things questionable here and there, but overall, it's in pretty good shape. It's it looks nice. Um, but they didn't do anything to the drivetrain. So the hmm. whole thing was putting a new motor transmission uh, in the thing, and the transfer case was coming off of the old one. Well, the transfer case was filthy, and it's been sitting on the bench for a while because nobody wants to clean it up and nobody wants to rebuild it. And, gotcha. Uh, I, I took the initiative and started on that because it was really hot, and my other option was cutting and grinding and welding uh, in the 90-degree heat, and that's not really that fun compared to so it sounds like you took a bitch route oh yeah i definitely did but uh as the one that was doing yard work instead of working in his jeep sue me okay i will see you in court Mm. (laughs) at least i do my yard work instead of hiring fucking jose Wow, you know, I thought you were going to be fucking worse about that, to be honest with you. When you said, I'm like, damn, what's he about to say? Huh, Rich? I was like, what, you <laughs> what did you Richie? think I was going to say? No, the way you said it, I'm like, damn, this is about to get crazy out here. <laughs> like, like, holy shit, dude. No, but like, okay, first off, anyways, I don't care about who the fuck you are. I don't care what color you are. There's no way you're doing better yard work than a fucking, like, any Hispanic dude. They are the best fucking workers. I don't care who you say you are. Those dudes, I don't, like, I'm not even kidding, though. Like, some of, like, my coworkers have been the best when they're, like, Hispanic descended. Swear to God, hands down. I'll I'll scream that to the rooftops. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> anyways, I, let's get I, back I, to I our... I was trying to think of something that Luke couldn't turn around and, like, bury me with okay how, how did we go from transfer case know, to like bro. yard work uh, uh, I, don't... I made fun of richie for not working on his jeep and doing uh, yard work okay, over yeah, the last weekend well, instead listen father's day dad wants to do yard work dad can do yard work i probably should have been swapping the gas tank on the delta 88 but i was not so uh <laughs> next father's day maybe um <laughs> Sorry, yeah, but- Dad, you missed it this year. Gotta wait <laughs> yeah. a whole nother one. Oh, that's a whole other story. I won't even get into that. Um, uh, yeah, I, long story short with this Dana 20, I pulled it apart. We cleaned it up. It was, you know, it just needs to go back together. That was, that was most of my Sunday. I was, we were at a, you know, a get together that, it got out a little out of hand for me, so I was a little hungover on Sunday. So it was a slow day, and in the heat, it didn't help. Um, but I've also got some other stuff kind of floating around. I've got sliders that I'm putting on uh, a buddy of mine's Jeep, the purple one that's been in there forever. Uh, trying to get those done. I've got an interesting uh, thing I want to try with that. Uh, I'm I'm using. I don't have two by four or two by six, and I'm not sure that he would. That's what he wants to do, and I kind of want to keep it looking more factory. It's a pretty clean Jeep as it sits right now, so what I'm doing is taking uh, some two by two that he has he already 
bought, and we have. And we have some 2x2 two two that's in the form of a slider that you'd get for like a bolt-on rocker. Or mm-hmm. I guess bolt-on, but it, it would be weld-on in this case because he's got the stiffeners. We'd weld it on below the rocker. But as rockers were rotted out, we chopped them out, and we've been trying to figure out what to do with the things. Well, I've got this chunks of the brand new chunks of two by two, which are in better shape than his sliders are. I was going to use those initially. I looked at the metal; it's not bad, but it's not what I'd use if I was doing a rocker set on my Jeep. So I'm not going to put them on his Jeep. So we've got this other stuff. I think if I angle it to the factory angle on those rockers, I can get it to look pretty much factory. I don't know how much uh, work at the ends it's going to take to make it fit in. We'll see. But the other thing that I was running into there is the floor kind of comes down at a pretty sharp angle and it doesn't give you a lot of space, especially if you're not using a 2x4 or something like that. And I've seen a lot of people uh, do really narrow angles or they just put a square plate out and weld the slider to the top of that. Luke, I think that's what you did on yours, or is yours butted to the side? What um, for the slider? Mine attaches to the unibody at the bottom of the door sill. I kicked mine out, and with the two by five, I have like a two or an inch and a half gap from how far they're kicked out, so they're just welded on top there. Okay, yeah. So yours is basically what I'm thinking, and I've seen. I think that's what Mark ended up doing, or something similar to that. As well, he's got like a, um, it comes straight out, but it goes up. And mine is way too ridiculous. And I don't want to cut into the floor on this thing uh, either because it's, the interior is actually in really good shape. So I would hate also, to. reduction of uh, total space. amount of work being done. Reduction of work, but at the same time, it's, if I do that, then it comes to the question, well, can you keep the, car- can you keep the carpet? And I'm not going to make him choose to not keep his carpet because I was lazy and didn't want to build something that went around the factory floor. When you can do that, right? It's different when it's my Jeep and I'm like, I already don't have a carpet. I already, because I left it out in the rain for too long and it got moldy and I wasn't going to clean it up because it was absolutely destroyed. So we don't have a carpet anymore. It's His carpet is in good shape. He just cleaned it up. We just put it back in. If I have to notch the floors, A, I have to take it out again make sure it doesn't catch on fire and uh, notch like slightly into the floor, which is just going to be, you know, ceiling that's going to be not difficult, but it would take a significant amount of time. And then I don't even know what the, uh, you know, how the floor would look after the fact, if the carpet would, would sit in there. Okay. It would probably cover it, but I don't know. So what I'm going to do is put a slight bend on some tube that I have. We've got plenty of tube floating around. And try to, you know, sort of rib this thing in. I'll probably put five or six uh, struts back to the the stiffener and get that in there. Um, I, I know he's thinking about doing a cage in the future. So I don't know how structural I can make it to the slider. And that's where I'm at right now with it. Is I want to give him options if he wants to end up doing that at some point. But well, it's stiffened, right? It is stiffened, fully. So why not just weld some legs in, and then when you go to do the cage, just drop the cage down onto the legs, put a set of legs right where you think the B pillar would be, or just drop it onto the unibody. Well, yeah, that, that for the B pillar, I'm thinking you know, B pillar is 
I'll figure that out. That I can put the tube where it needs to be, sort of by the factory B pillar a little bit back because it's a four door. And my my biggest concern is the front one because I don't mm. know how far I'm going to have that stick out in the front. And I could probably do like a double kicker, right? Have something go to the frame at a, like a you know gradual angle, and then have something come down to the uh, the slider if it doesn't stick out far enough. But I don't know yet. That's I might just set it up so I can add tube to make that work if that becomes the case. But I, also, I would definitely I, I ask put myself in a corner before there. you do that. If he yeah. wants to put a cage in it build around putting a cage in it and explain why things are the way they are. Yeah. So that's sort of where I'm at with my Or you die like here. a man and don't put a cage in it. I mean... I'm just kidding. That's a horrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, um, this thing could be capable for sure. Once we get it all dialed in, it's it's going to be a, a, a pretty sweet Jeep. So I, wait. I, wait a second. You're talking about other people's Jeeps. Does that mean your Jeep doesn't need anything for Badlands? Oh, no, it does. Oh, it does. God, what are you doing, dude? Uh, I, I may have to pull the EcoBox and the 205. What the... F why? The EcoBox is popping out of gear oh, when God. I'm on a downhill. I don't know why. I'm really, really hoping I can put it up on the lift, adjust the linkage, and get it to stop acting up. But I have a feeling... That something on the inside there with that shift collar is all fucked up, and it's uh it it's it's not working right. I don't know how it would have been fucked up. It's literally, I mean, if you've ever looked at one of these things, it's it's a you know a shift piece that they give you. You put all the factory components in. You literally can't mess it up if you follow the instructions. I guess unless you're me, uh, if that's the case. Um, well, you're a nerd, so we expect you to have some issues with the mechanical side of things. Oh no! We'll see, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe I do. Well, maybe I do. So, but so my professional advice to you, Graham, here is just go uphill. Oh no, that's usually what I'm doing. But Badlands has some pretty significant downhills, and it would be well, just a damn don't go shame. Down Listen, if I'm not going just, down, just keep going up and up. I might and as up. well just not even go. Well, you should down go Armageddon up is like Armageddon. one of the highlights. <laughs> I should go up Armageddon. You're right. But it, I'm, so but I'm, is it I'm, possible that the detent was just off? I, I honestly think that you might have something stupid going on with like the detent itself or the detent spring that needs to get just looked at. Maybe. You're, you're not wrong. But before I went to Kish's a couple weekends ago, I took and getting to the detent because of the floor situation is very difficult because there's not a lot of space and you need to f get a phillips head to loosen this thing and then there's a heck or you need a hex thing on the side to loosen it and you tighten it with this phillips head um plug at the top that i think pushes things in again it's sitting on top i can't see it and i've only got about an inch and a half two inches worth of, not even two inches worth of clearance uh between the floor and the top of this Eco box, uh, cut an access thing. hole. I, I'm I'm probably gonna need to, but <laughs> again, I don't I don't know because it. I can't figure it out. Either essentially, what happens? I'll just describe it. I guess is, I'll be driving, and I don't necessarily have to be going. I just normally on the road, I can be driving the thing, and if I 
engine brake too hard, right? Downshift and engine braking, it will occasionally be enough force that pops it out of gear. So there's something going on with you know the way it's torquing that those pieces in there and pulling things and pulling it out. And I can if if I put my hand on the shifter, I can get it to move or I can feel it move you know back and forth. It's like that the like I like you were saying Luke that it feels like the detent isn't holding it in place, but there's a lot more movement than what that detent should be allowing to begin with. So I don't know if that's what's going wrong with it. Isn't Which is why I just want to fucking take it apart and figure out what the hell it's doing. I mean, with both most other mechanical things that I've dealt with, play is sometimes a good... When things are too taunt... It is, but it's too much play. Because if I don't... That's the thing, is if I'm holding my hand against it, even with one finger, it won't pop out. But if I don't Yeah, to me it sounds like you just need to tweak your detent. Maybe. But I've already I'm just I, like I said, I thought I tweaked it. So I thought I had tightened it. Maybe loosened. But I should probably drill an access hole and and try again, I guess. I'll start <laughs> there. That'd be way, way easier than taking out the whole fucking assembly. It would not be fun. Assuming do. you drill the hole in the right spot. Well, I mean I know where to drill. I can uh use my brain and visualize where the hole needs to be and if i mess up i can always put more metal in listen grant have you seen my uh my frame my frame rails from where i tried to drill a hole to get at my upper control arm bolts yeah well (laughs) i sealed them i i knew where the hole had to go oh (laughs) it was pretty pretty awesome I think, I think one of my holes was like an inch off. Answer the damn question. Are you going to fix it? Yeah. Fix what? Your He's hole never gonna that you drilled no. in the wrong okay. spot. Answered. Well, no. no but There's no I, shame I in having access it. flaps. I had access I, yeah, flaps no, in my frame rails up until I played they them. They are because it's got like slits cut in it and then he just hammered it over. Perfect. Yeah, it'll be fine. I was really mad, okay? I are caveman. Yeah, it's okay. You're good. <laughs> I are caveman. You are perfectly fine. <laughs> no, he are caveman. He just admitted. No, no, it. no. See, the, you just couldn't see a lot of the caveman stuff my Jeep used to have because I had those Jeep floor mats that I RTV'd to the ground so you couldn't take them off. <laughs> so you couldn't see the hole. <laughs> Guys, That's amazing. Amazing, like absolutely amazing. So Marvell was doing his front stiffeners this weekend, and I come over, dude. The fucking welds on this thing are perfect. I don't know how, like, I don't know how the fuck he does it, dude. Like, legitimately, every weld like penetrated the, the unibody, perfect. The fucking stiffener, perfect. I'm looking, I'm just like, how the f-? like. It's almost I, like I, when you do something for work, you get really I, fucking good at it. But like, how the fuck? Uh, that's what I was just gonna dude? say. Mind you, he's also using a Miller 220, so like it's got he can set it. What machine does he have? He's using his friend's Miller. It's a Miller welder. I don't know. Oh my god! I don't, I don't even know what the model is. That's a shame. Why am I supposed I mean, to? I, I, my I know I'm acquiring. <laughs> he, he's loops. using a professional grade machine. Yeah, like, yeah. but still, this dude and he's using 330 wire. Is that, is that a thing? 30 wire. 30 wire. There we go. There you and go. There's a three and a zero somewhere in there. But like I'm fucking impressed. <laughs> like 
Well, it's, it's amazing what a good I'm... welder will do for you too, right? Yeah, you're working I know. With, I guess at Luke's shop you're using a pretty decent welder. Unless it's shit, I'll find out. Can't be worse than <laughs> the one I'm using now, though. No, and I can make that thing look half decent. All of my welds are operator error. I can I can attest to that without a fucking doubt. Because this man can weld dimes, and then there's just me, just like. there's something we said and it's said all the time on the internet is you know it's all about just practice Practice. welding is just practice it's not something that you you are intuitively good at in most cases you kind of just have to play around with it and learn and get better yeah also there are certain mojos that make my welds look far better but you know those are best discussed off air (laughs) (laughs) Sit down and uh, put some Bob Marley on and just jazz cigarette. <laughs> but no, you you were in Massachusetts doing it. It's legal. You're fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I think it's yeah. illegal in Connecticut now. It is. But either way, I I just when I saw those welds, I was like, fucking good effort, dude. Like I, hands down, I was very impressed with them. And those the damn hooligan stiffeners, those cocksuckers are thick, like with a Q. Like they are some thick. I forget exactly what it is, but it's they're three sixteens. Did he get the full hooligan set? Yeah, no, he just got the wrapper. No, no, no. God, no. That's like fourteen hundred dollars or something. Fuck no, that. It's not. no way. It's probably like five hundred. Fourteen hundred dollars for the full hooligan stiffer, stiffener set. Yeah, if it's the one I'm thinking of, yeah. What? Uh, no yeah. way. Yeah, it's definitely very. Um. You're you're talking, Graham, about the one that has like the front cross member too, right? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Let's put it this way. Put it this way. Just the fronts without the wraparounds is three hundred and fifty dollars. So if that gives you a rough idea of like what is, it's not cheap at all. So yeah, so the mids. Um, sorry, quickly. Um, the fronts are 275 without the wraparound. The mids are 275 with the uh, just the normal style, and the mm-hmm. rears are 275. So you're looking at almost like $900 without all the extra shit that the fronts give you. If you get the front, like okay, well that seems like it's crazy. increased in price then, because I don't remember it being that expensive back in the days before COVID. So back in the day, well, you also got things keep were in cheap mind. and parts Steel's were plentiful. Gone up. Yep. Yep. Um, Speaking of stiffeners, though, speaking of stiffeners, I still haven't gotten my King Off Road stiffeners that I was initially trying to get months ago for the, uh, you know, when I was having my track bar issues to try to. Have you had had contact with them at all? No, I haven't reached out. I don't. I mean, I I do care, but I don't really care because I'm not going to use them at this point. I would probably end up selling the the wraparound chunk and using the inner plate on mine to kind of strengthen that section. But then again, who fucking knows? I probably won't get them in time, if ever. I mean, I should probably call them, but Buckley is still on. He's on three and a half months for his uh, his rear bumper for a dirt. What bumper is he trying to get? The dirt dirt bound one. Dirt bound uh, cotton bolt. Well, if he wants, I know Rob. Rob has a JCR rear bumper. Hey, I'm talking to Rob about that. Okay, I told Rob to talk to you, but I wasn't oh, sure if you so wanted. so you're the one that did. Yes, that was Thank me. Thank you. 
You're welcome. Uh, yeah. I saw how much you smashed it. I know the bumper because it was <laughs> mine originally. So. But yeah, Do you have a picture of it? Up. I'm just waiting for Rob to send me a picture before I tell him, yes, I'll take it. It's just the JCR bumper. It literally looks probably exactly the same as your dirt bound, except. Or just go and find some of the older pictures of Graham's stuff. Um, Damn it, do me. But, anyways, so he calls them, no answer. Goes to an automated thing. There's literally no way to talk to a real person. Goes to an automated thing. There's it tells, oh, it's in it's in manufacturing at the moment. It'll get shipped Hmm. to you as possible. Sends an email, got the exact same response. He's like, I don't know what to fucking do at this point. He's like, yeah, I'm going to wait. He's like, but I haven't heard anything. He's like, I haven't heard anybody getting anything from them. Super sketchy. Yeah. It goes a long way when you have this one person answering emails and giving a human response to the situation. I feel like most people are pretty lenient. It's just a lot of companies don't. They're not human about problems. Yeah. I see that I mean, in my job a lot. I feel like that's why I... I get a, you know, a pretty good rep. Is when we have issues, I don't. I'm not gonna give you this cryptic, bullshit answer for having issues. We're having issues because of this and this and this, right? And then, whoa, it's almost like people like that. They you tell them what's going on, and they're they're okay. It's communication, right? That's how it works. Yeah, I mean, then it like speaking of the whole situation with like car parts not even being around. Um, like, I'm going to have to get white body shocks for my Jeep because it's at least I know that I can get them. Like, I'm going to have to go through Amazon because at least I know when I go to Amazon, if it says it's in stock, it's in stock. You know, it, it's fucked. Yeah. But, like, I'm going to have to get my Himes in my fucking track bar tube. Like, inch and a half, or, yeah, inch and a half tube. It's in fucking impossible. Barnes doesn't have it, or it, it says that it does, and then you actually put it in your cart, and then it's like, oh, wait to hear from, like, further notice about it. Like, it, it's fucking ridiculous right now. Yep. Yeah, it's dumb. I'm glad I'm not trying to build like anything crazy. I just have yeah. right. I'm just adding to what I've already built. Fortunately, for now. Richie, I found a video showing Graham's bumper. I posted that for you. Ah, thank you. Yeah, it's just a classic JCR bumper. There's nothing uh crazy oh. about it. I didn't end up chopping it. I gave it to Rob. He was planning on using it for. Uh, that Jeep truck he used to have. I don't know if he still has it, but if he does still have it, he went a different route and is not using that bumper. So. Yep. But it bolts right on up to an XJ, and I don't think I smashed it too much. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it'll, it'll be good for whatever you... It was, it was chonky, too, wasn't it? It was a full-size, like, like the inside was welded up and everything, right? Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty well gusseted. I mean, it's a JCR bumper. They're Pretty well made, all, all things considered. Fair yep. enough. <laughs> and so I don't know if you want to segue over, but we can talk about why my Jeep's not running. Yeah, I was actually because you to suck. Ask, I was about segment to ask over. All right, segment. I was gonna <laughs> ask about <laughs> the uh, um, you know how the fuel cell stuff went because I'm genuinely curious about that. It's something that I've always sort of thought about throwing in just because, but I could never justify it. And everybody always is, maybe not always, but I've had a few people be like, you still have the factory gas tank? How do you not smash it up? It's like, well, it does get smashed up. It just, it hasn't broken yet, so it hasn't been a problem. But I, I'm at the point where it, it, that's probably the next step, 
in my rear suspension. Uh, so the fuel so cell install went well. However, this is going to sound bad, but my Jeep's tweaked, so my cage is tweaked, so my shock mounts are tweaked, and I kind of eyeballed it into the center, so it's not perfectly center line. Other than that, if you open the hatch, though, it looks square, so that's good enough for me. Mm. Um, now, other than... Sorry. To cut you off, having seen the thing, so we could go over the work that needs to be done uh, yep. a few weekends ago, I am slightly confused as to why you'd put the tank like in the position that you've got it in. Mainly just He's because you it. then destroy your... Like, you have no storage space. Not that it's driven on the road too, too much, but I just He's feel like it. putting it there is... Like it just totally removes any. Luke also never really stored anything in his Jeep, Graham. Yeah, but that's um, because he had the wheel wells wide open. He couldn't. But well, after the sheet metal work that will get done, which I'm excited to work on because we've got a lot of sheet metal tools that I didn't get to use on my shit, and I want to use them. So I'm going to use them on Luke's, hopefully. So Assuming the time frame works out. When I would store stuff in my Jeep, it would go behind the seats anyway. Like axle shafts, tools, all of that stuff. And I would just load it from the front. I wouldn't mm. load it from the back because I wanted to get it behind my B-pillar. Where I've got that big node to keep anything, hopefully, from like just yeeting me in the back of the head. Yep. Um, so I would always store it low and up there. I wouldn't store anything really in the back at this point. And I've got everything set up in tool bags. So it was easy enough to just kind of like yeet it between the seats and then um, in the back around behind the node. So to me, the loss of storage, yeah, it fucking sucks if I'm being honest. But at the same time, it's not as big of a deal to me as the fact that like if i'm going to drive this thing on the road once i get it down there i don't want to have to deal with jumping through olympics to get it fueled up it's got a 15 gallon cell and it gets 10 miles to the gallon i will be filling it even if i drive it to work once a week change your spark plugs it did wonders for me i went from like 9 to 12 i was impressed maybe i was yeah, just driving it like I mean, not an really, asshole but last time i checked it was getting about 12 so okay and that was on the current motor um but to me it was one of those things where it never was that big of a deal for me to actually care if you catch my drift it's like um the drive shafts are still going to get zip tied to the crossbar the um axle shafts are still going to go behind the seat zip tied together it's like the tool bag with the tools to change it are still going to go in between the seats and behind the node. So nothing's really changing about how I'm going to be storing my stuff anyway. Okay, so your storage strategy allows for the tank to be where it is. Yeah. Um, and I, there's not really that much you could store in a Cherokee that does what you know, that uh, around as much as yours or with, mine does. Which is why uh, I unload fucking everything. Especially with the bar that's there. If I put mm -hmm. the fuel cell in front of the bar, I have to like basically back in at an angle to fill the thing. Whereas right now, I just pop the hatch and put yeah, my filler neck in it, and yeah. it's good to go. Um, so that was the big motivating factor. The install was super easy. 
Um, I had to get Permatex fuel resistant stuff to seal it because the rubber gasket that came with it allowed for too much slop in the pump. So that was I've heard not that, fucking acceptable. I, I've uh, heard so that I, the gasket is supposed to be thrown out and you're supposed to just use the, the fuel sealant. I, I use the, the gasket. You, I don't know why the fuck they give you the gasket if you're not supposed to use it. I tried the gasket on the other, um, on the filler. I think mm -hmm. it'll work for the filler, but I also put a very small layer of the Permatex on the gasket. So yeah, I wouldn't trust just the gasket if, if not even Moto built is like, yeah, use the gasket. Yeah. I was follow a few guys on Instagram. There's one guy I was following who was uh having issues with that. I think. Yeah. Um, and I did opt for the ghetto fill method, so it's okay. Why, just popping the top and then... Popping the hatch and then popping the... Uh... At least that's guaranteed you can fill it. My... So this is actually uh, kind of a weird a weird issue to have, but the tubes that I've got um, by my filler, as you know, it's it, if you've seen my Jeep, it's the filler is kind of like in this little nook of tube. And I was really concerned when I went to the gas pump for the first time, and I was like, oh shit, these stick out in a different way than I thought they did. So when I have to fill the Jeep up, I literally have to press the pump, like, or the, you know, the filler head against the tube, and it almost doesn't fit. Well, as it turns out, in New Jersey, and in some other random fucking states that you know, clearly aren't using the, the standardized filler head thing, uh, it doesn't fit. I went to a gas station in Jersey, and they were. I was like, fill it up. And he was like, oh, it doesn't fit. I was like, you got to kind of jam it. And I look at his nozzle thing. I get out, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that doesn't fit. So I just can't fill up my my tank here. Uh... Sorry. I guess I'm leaving. Uh, it was concerning. So Should've that's another... Should have got a hose. Yeah, I mean, that's funnel. another reason why I've... Yeah, that would work, too. I don't think, yeah. I don't think in Jersey you can, though. Jersey is super... Like, it, it's a law that you can't fill your own tank. Oh, I'll let them pull I'm the sure trigger, but if I've got a funnel, and it, yeah, I guess that'll work. <laughs> but that's also stupid. I, I want to... Is that, is that getting around the law? No, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I yeah, doubt they'd the be filling. like, oh, I'll just... Dude, I doubt that they're going to be like, oh, yeah, I'll just fill it with a funnel. If, if it's illegal for you to pump your own gas, you, like, there has to be other laws against it. It's going to be crazy. Yeah, but they're not, they're not... The cops aren't at the gas station pulling you, you know, chaining you up. You're, if you're pumping the gas, or if you're telling the attendant how to pump the gas, right? I don't know. I I'm guess. Not, I don't know. Of Jersey, we'd have to get the uh, um, the Jersey boys back. The Jersey boys back on to 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 elaborate on that to see how <laughs> fucked up that is. But um, so yeah, I just thought that was interesting, and another reason why I'm kind of looking towards a fuel cell and making a you know a nice filler style that actually works so you can actually fill it up at all gas nozzles odd segue but odd segue indeed um so to finish the at this point incredibly long story um i went to go and start my jeep after i got my fuel cell all or set up no fuel pump what the fuck is going on this is this is what the fuck holy shit why do i not have fuel pressure why is the pump not kicking on? Okay. So I start Googling. The circuit for your fuel pump runs through your ABS, or not your ABS, through your um, airbag system. 
my airbag's totally disconnected. The ground's not even on it. Whatever. Okay. No. Um, I'm going to interject because I was on the phone call. And on this phone call, when we were talking about this, I told you that couldn't be the case because my airbag module is not even connected to the fucking car. It's literally in my truck seat. Like, it's just sitting there. It's not anywhere near the Jeep. And my fuel pump works totally fine. I don't know, dude, because I had to pull those two fuses, and then suddenly I got fuel pressure. Huh. And then I discovered a... Green when you pull those light. fuses, does the airbag light turns on? Yes. Turn on? Okay, yep. so that doesn't solve that. I want to turn the airbag light off, because it's never going to turn off ever again if... if because I don't have an airbag module. So. Um, the light bulb. It's like... Yeah, I, uh, I just don't want to do that. Pop the light bulb. I don't want to. It's too much okay. work. So electrical tape. <laughs> so no, that's just tag. a little tidbit of information <laughs> for the Jeep people out there, because I'm going to guess 90% of the people that listen to this podcast, all nine of you, Cherokee? except for fucking Ryan, um, have a <laughs> Cherokee. And... <laughs> all nine and then Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> what about Chris? Chris doesn't have a Cherokee. He had a Grand Cherokee. He's close enough. <laughs> so... One side of the uh, nylon hose that comes off is 5 sixteenths. The other side is 3 eighths. So I grabbed two 3 eighths connectors because I measured the fuel pump side. I went and I clicked the other connector on, and it felt a little bit soft, but, like, it clicked into position. So I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, it's good. Cool. We're going to ship it. So I go, I, I get pressure goes. to the pump, and I sprayed fuel all over the ground under my Jeep. Yep, this was on the the pump side, right? Uh, no, this was on the fuel line side because I've got a piece of three ace uh, nylon, but it's steel braided for oh, the okay. actual so, fuel yeah. line running through. So I've got two different size quick connectors that I need for it. Yeah, those things can fuck you up sometimes. I had a uh, this is <laughs> another uh, wonderful story about my ship boxes. As, this is when it was little. It was a little Jeep. I commuted to it, to and from Billerica. Thank God it was pouring rain. But I was coming back from work, and I had recently done a fuel tank, or a, f a fuel pump on the thing, because it. I had one, I snapped the end off. I had to get a new one. And I, it snapped the end off because it something snagged it and just ripped it, and it just destroyed the pump. Uh, got a new one. That one died. It actually didn't die. It just started leaking everywhere for no reason. I don't know where it was leaking from. It wasn't the seal. The pump just absolutely gave out and was leaking all over the place. Not from fittings, just from like the base of the pump. Odd. So I got another one. It was working great, working great. You know, I was driving back from work in the pouring rain, and I smelled gas. I'm like, well, weird. Must be running rich, right? When I watched my, my gas gauge start getting lower, and I'm sitting in traffic. Like, we're talking gridlock on 95... You know, it's an hour. You're probably sitting in traffic for an hour. I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm pouring gas out of this thing right now. <laughs> like, if it wasn't raining, it would have been terrifying to be behind this thing. So, oh, the, and I, it had, the fitting had been connected for a while, but it must not have been fully connected because I literally all I had to do is pull over, reconnect it, and it was fine. It didn't It stopped. Mm. I lost, like, three quarters of a tank of gas because I was sitting in traffic <laughs> and I couldn't fucking get over, but you know, it oh, is what it uh. is. Yeah, it was sketchy. So always make those, make sure those Rip. fucking things are connected. 
So on that note, uh, one of the long-term plans for this is that I'm going to be going from the uh, current setup, which is the rubber line with the plastic fittings, to I want to go to a fully steel braided, because I've got the steel braid around the outside right now, I want to go to a full steel braid, uh, like built into the lot, or built into the line itself, AN fitting line. Mm-hmm. And run that to the factory line and then pick up from the long section of the factory line where it goes up and it's rubberized with the same thing to the fuel rail. Okay. So hopefully that clean. will be, it'll look clean, but it's also going to eliminate some of the problems that have come from the fact that like this is, or the fuel rail kind of had some rust issues on it. So it's just got the line or I cut it off where the rust wasn't a problem and it was like right in front of the bead. So there was no way I was going to get a good seal on that. So I just cut the bead off and I pushed on uh, a rubber line and it's got like three different hose clamps on it and shit like that. Mine's got something now because my factory line is, uh, it, it cracked. So I got rid of it entirely and run a rubber line. Uh, but my rubber line leaks. It starts leaking once a year, probably sooner, but I just don't catch it soon enough. It doesn't leak very much, but just a little bit. If you bend it, it, it squirts a tiny bit of gas, and I always have to trim it. It's like once a year I have to trim it down. Otherwise, it just starts. That's why I want to go to like an AN line that's fuel rated yeah. uh, and just eliminate I mean, I'm using fuel rated rubber and i'm pretty sure those chintzy ass fucking uh steel braided ones just have rubber on the inside and they yeah, still leak. they still do stupid shit but no yeah. i'm saying like one of the actually like almost like a hydraulic line okay you know what i'm talking about where it's the multi-layered line where it's got the uh metal mesh on the second layer and then the exterior layer Going to that, not going with... I've got one of those chintzy lines right now just to get it, like, to your shop. Mm-hmm. Oh, great. So am I going to have to install the nice one? No, I'll install the nice one. I can do that at my new Oh, house. that's right. Yeah, you can do that in your place. Honestly, it might not even get done until after Roush if the other line's okay. Exactly. Also, I'm kind of concerned with how close Roush is. I mean, we'll get it done. I will make sure it's done. But... Jacob reminded me that Roush is only, you know, September is... Two and a half months. Yeah. yeah, it's not very far. We yeah, so get going, months. Graham. I know, I know. I'm trying <laughs> to clear oh, other well. things out. No, it'll be it'll be done. It'll be done. I got my shit done fucking fast, and I don't even have to do the hard shit on yours. It's just flooring. So, you don't need to worry, but it is going to be a little bit of a crunch for me. Yep. <laughs> and Jacob. But you'll make it happen. Yep. No stress. You're entrusting it. It will get done. I just didn't realize it was so close. Like I figured September, you know, that's the end of that's like fall, right? Well we're we're partially. We're uh eight days away from July. Mm. I know I I fucking keep thinking that uh Badlands is like a month away. No. 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 It is very close. Yeah. I got some other <laughs> stuff going on. Oh, I gotta make sure that's all good too. I gotta take some time off going to Maine. Like I think it's right after Badlands, so we'll see. Definitely need that. Basically. 
Okay, Richie, what did you do on your Jeep? Nothing, asshole! <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Okay, well, what, what do you, other than the bumper, what, what's going on with yours? We know Cody's fucked up on his front end stuff because he got the wrong shocks, and that's sad. I, I, it's not I, like I they're do. too short, they're just too fucking long. Like, too short, you could deal with it, but too long is like, you're fucked. <laughs> I Luke's just have Jeep to come up with case. the front bumper. Ah, uh, you, you need to get something? Yeah. So, yeah, you, you, want, you want Marvell to make you one, because he's literally taking mine and making the exact same thing for himself. And it won't take much. He has the steel, and he, like all we would need is the small-ass piece of 2 by 6 And he's taking mine, making the templates, cutting them out with a... Uh, plasma uh, cutter? Plasma cutter, and then just welding it together. Who, Pez? Uh, I... No, Marvell. Oh, okay. He's stealing Pez's I appreciate design, the though. offer. I appreciate the offer, but I was just going to do the same thing myself. Perfect. Okay, I just figured, I mean... I figured even if I, maybe I'll make a template out of cardboard for you or for something if you want it. Like it's, I have mine off, so I figured if anybody wants the measurements, might as well get it now. No, see, I, <laughs> I, I was going to make a template out of my old front bumper because I, 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 I liked it. You know, I liked that bumper. I just crunched it. How bad's your unibody up there? Uh, you, you know how the uh, front of the unibody like sticks out a little bit from that front cross member. Yeah, with those two like bolt holes for your bumper are like the four. Yeah, th those folded over. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad yeah. at all. Oh, no, okay. It wasn't too too no. bad. That's like heat it up with a torch and throw a pipe wrench on it and just gently like massage, massage it. Massage it out. Yeah. There you go, man. Well, that's exciting. Anything else? Uh that is essentially right now all I need to be ready for Badlands is just so I have a front recovery point again. Yep. And then just go through and make sure all my spare parts are all set. And, uh... You got spare yeah. axle shafts? Because you're going to need spare axle shafts. <laughs> I'm, bringing a, I'm bringing two spares, so I'll have plenty. <laughs> but, uh... I'll be giving oh, and, you and Dan's axle shafts. <laughs> and I got uh I'm I'm going to swap my grabber onto a different rim, the the grabber that keeps going flat. I'm yeah. going to swap that onto a different rim so that way I'm not cucked by the pro comp at Badlands. That's yeah, a good dude. idea. So then you'll just be cucked by the driver mod? Yeah. Yep. Fuck those pro comps. Listen, I I can handle uh, being cucked by myself, but I will not be cucked by a fucking pro comp. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's why I gave him away as spares, is because those tires just grab nothing. So. I, I mean, the pro uh, comp well, is still going to be at, at that the driver's, uh, dr driver's heartstrings, just ripping it out slowly, inch by inch, out of your chest. They're great. Yeah. Truly I, a humbling experience. My favorite memory of those tires was me on the like game. Well, yes, that. <laughs> but it was me on like maybe a three percent grade, and it was basically a flat trail with like this one little like dip that you had to get up. And I remember slamming through gears with like a little bit of snow on the ground and not moving anywhere. I was like, you know, went first gear, I went second gear, I went third gear. The thing wasn't fucking moving. It was just standing still with those four fucking tires. I think Sean could attest to that story. Uh, and he told me I had to get rid of those tires if I wanted to stay in the club. So they made <laughs> those tires. 
<laughs> you really said that? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. It was bad. It wasn't going anywhere. Jesus. <laughs> They're that bad. In the winter, at least. Solid. Almost Patagonia rated. Well, I was trying to find Kish that picture of your bumper from back in the day. I came across some Patagonia footage, and man, those tires fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> at least they have, like, like tread notches in them. Those pro comps don't have anything left. Mm, solid answer, but on the other hand, like I should have been. Yeah, able I mean, to, like, the notches on the Patagonias are like, you know, they took a, a knife and cut them up, and right there, oh, we got this is tread, right? Yeah, a hot knife and and slice. Speaking of uh, speaking of back in the day, Jess was cleaning up the bedroom earlier, and she actually found uh, the two koozies that we got from that guy at my bell the day that we met mark that's hilarious uh the jeep on ct ones okay yeah yeah jeep on ct street crew if i remember correctly street team okay team yep yeah what is a street team i'll make fun of it (laughs) i'm gonna make fun of everything because i'm in a existential x yeah existential state of dread at the moment so everything's Fair Luke's point. leaving the state. He doesn't care. That shouldn't be a state what of dread. Fires be like, starts. You know, a state of joy. But it's um I mean maybe right now, of, in the moment, I guess. Yeah. Fuck. It's moving. more of the um holy crap, we have been working on this for a solid week and like almost everything is packed up and ready to go, but at the same time, holy crap, there's still so much stuff to do. Hmm. Um how are you getting everything down there if your trailer is staying up here? We're U-Haul. renting a U-Haul. And then, so she's driving your truck, and you're wait. How's yep. that working? Oh, uh, nice. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. You gotta, yeah, you're, you're gonna have those radios going so you can talk to each other. Mm, something like bofangs. that. <laughs> the bowfang. He does. He has one bowfang. He doesn't have two. I got yeah. I got one bow another bowfang. He can um, talk to us if he hooks up a long bofang. range radio. Mm. Bowfang. But <laughs> what? Yeah, no, we're doing that. The reason being the. I was thinking about it. I would have to either build slant sides or do something to try and keep everything on the trailer better versus renting the U-Haul. And given the time frame, there just wasn't enough time. Yeah. Like and U-Hauls are relatively. No, no, no. that's right. Never mind. Never. Not with, not for that distance. No, they're prohibitively expensive for that distance. But given the time frame, there just wasn't time to do it. And then add in the fact that my Jeep would have to get moved afterwards, so I'd be paying to get a U-Haul to move my Jeep anyway. And having to find yeah. new tires for it. Yep. Nah. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking, I got bagged two grand for the U-Haul. Jesus. Yep. Like, well, today was my last day of work, so it's official. But, oh, uh, was it? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, next time we are on the podcast, if Luke is a, is available, it will be from Tennessee. It will be. be. Uh, hopefully you have moved in by then, but we'll see. Yeah, I'll be moving in. I'm just, it's at the point now where it's like, yep, well, things are officially getting official now. Okay, wow. Hmm. I, I will say at least you're on the part of Tennessee that's still in the same time zone. Yeah, that's going to be beneficial for me. Um, there's a 
Like you drive 35, 45 minutes away from where I'm at and it rolls over an hour back. Yeah. So like my, uh, my sister, when she moved down to Tennessee, she moved to the part that is an hour behind us and it fucked with my mom primarily real bad from constantly trying to like call my sister every day to talk to her. And then, like, fucking up the time and shit. <laughs> or, like, my sister would call up here, and it's like, what the fuck? It's like 11, 12 o'clock at night. I'm trying to go to bed. Why are you calling me? What's the uh, time well, then it would be it's one hour. hour. Oh, one it's hour? One That's hour. not too bad. Right? No, it is when you're old math. and you're trying to go to sleep. No, but the Fair math enough. the math for your sister should be easy. Yeah, but... but it's like, oh, it's an hour yeah. difference. It's a little different when you're, like... Six hours, seven hours, um, six hours actually. Well, no, but easy, it's but. it's what was hard for them was going from being able to call and or text whenever to then having to think about what time it is. Because, hmm. like, I know it's stupid, but we eat dinner at my house pretty consistently at six. And so no phones are allowed at the dinner table while we're eating oh so your sister would text right my text sister would your... call at five o'clock her time which is six your time because so got, my oh, mom yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah. answer she would then call like five times in a row oh. like why aren't you answering me well, was your mom breaking the rule of no phones at the dinner table or did she just ignore all of them ignored all of them okay well she's a woman of her word she was very brutal. No, Cody. She is a person that does not want to be uh, ridiculed by her son for being a hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I jump at that opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Alrighty. Well, anybody got any any sort of last wrapping up comments here? I think we're about ready to cut it. That's I mean, we day. managed to talk about. Uh... How much Milestars suck. We talked about the fact that I'm moving again, and I'm sure we'll hit that one more time at a very minimum. Um, we covered the fact that Cody can't use a tape measure. We covered the fact that well, I can't use no, a caliper. I didn't use the tape measure. Okay, mister. Um, I'd say we're pretty good. Um, my Jeep might not be pretty, but at least my yard is. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, Jose. Well, keep, keep your time zones in sync and your shocks appropriately uh, measured, I guess. God, so see you next God. time. <laughs> oh, shit.